What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of In My Thoughts. This is actually the fourth episode, and we got a special episode right now. We got my boy Croy fucking win in the building, the real Croy fucking win in the fucking building. <laughs> okay, terrible C. What's going on? Word, word, word. So today we're going to um, talk about a couple topics that was... Um, you know, kind of briefly discussed by me in the uh, other episodes, but I wanted to bring on someone and, um, you know, have a different perspective. So let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, first of all, before we get into anything, I want to thank everybody who's listening and who's been, <clears throat> who's listening and who's been listening. I definitely appreciate all of the support. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep going, and it's just going to keep evolving. So, uh, Croy, anything you want to say, you know, before we get into anything, you know? Uh, man, I feel like I should have something prepared that I should have spoke on. But right now, I don't know. Like, it's, no, nah, not not anything in particular, no. Got it, got it, got it. Well, if anything comes to mind, hey, man, the floor is yours. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so, um since I'm looking at it right now, let's look at it. So the last episode was in, was titled New 30s. And we briefly, you know, discussed about it, you know, previously. But um, what, what what's your take on um, the new 30s, the new 20s, just the new evolving of people? I think we're getting to a point in time where it's like, I think before it was like, it was structured very particularly like mm -hmm. I feel like back in the day, you know, you, you had your youth, you went into your twenties and shit and you would basically, you know, go to college or the military or whatever you did. Then after that, it was just like, okay, life on track. There you go. Got to have it all together. Now I think we're getting to the point where we're starting to realize that, you know what, youth extends beyond your uh, early days in your 20s. You still have youth in your 30s. Hell, I mean, you might even have youth in your early 40s as well, too. But it, I think we're finally getting to a point in time where we're just like, we're not really. I'm not going to say we're not really, but I'm, we're getting to a point where we're starting to stop judging what people are doing hey you're 30 years old you shouldn't be rapping or doing music anymore hey you shouldn't be modeling anymore hey you shouldn't be like chasing this fantasy this dream like we're starting to move beyond that now yeah. like i feel i we we still have a ways to go don't get me wrong but at least we're starting to see like hey stop trying to force somebody into your own box like like everybody has their own box basically yeah yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, you know, like, um, you know, it's a different time, you know, and I feel like, you know, um, you know, yes, you know, some of us in our 30s, you know, <clears throat> maybe even close to 40s, it's still figuring it out, you know, but like I said, uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, that you're figuring it out, you know, it, it's. 
it's a new it's it's literally a new world you know everything has evolved everything has changed everything is digital you know it's each and each you know as we go on every day each day you know shit get more digital and digital like you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta adapt to it you know i see so many people that don't adapt to like how the fuck the times is you know and it's just like what the fuck like how do you not adapt like how are you still you know how are you not emailing this company like why are you sending why are you sending you know shit in the mail why why are you making your life harder than it already is well I mean, people, it's people out there that just are afraid of change and don't want to like move beyond. And it's just like, you have to change though, like eventually. I mean, as far as like, so with computers and stuff like that, computers when we were young, like young, like in middle school, in kindergarten, whatever, computers weren't really a thing. Like, I mean, they were on the scene and stuff, but it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just like, you know, you had basic functions that you did. You probably, I don't know, went to the command prompt and put some stuff in, probably did Word. I mean, if Word was around at that time, I, I don't, it depends on what years you're talking about, but I don't think, I don't remember a Word, Microsoft Word or anything being out at the time. I remember typewriters and stuff, but I don't, re- I don't really remember a, a Word in the early 90s, mid 90s. Um <laughs> No, nah, it probably was word. Let me. It probably it. was. I just don't remember it for some reason. It's kind of weird how I don't remember it like that. But um, yeah. I mean, you know, it got to a point where it was just like, yo, at, at one point, it's just like, hey, this is a warning. This technology is coming here, and it's gonna change the way that we look and do things. And obviously, yeah, we didn't really have like, you know, a a real good warning to go off of. Like it was just like, okay, here here it is. But it's just like once that it started taking off and, you know, we're starting we started getting more operating systems. They're starting to put more RAM into these things, more like, you know, all this stuff. That was a hint that was like, hey, get your act together. Let's work. Let's, you know, learn something new because it's going to affect the way that I live. And now you look around and you got all these old people that still don't know how to use a computer. And it's like, really? Like this is an essential part of everyday life. I mean, most of y'all, I want to say 80% of the world needs a computer just to do their job. Sometimes mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. just like, come on, man. I think 100% of the world. Well, it's it like escapers and shit. Yeah. But even but, then, somebody has to book their appointment. Yep. Yeah. You're using a computer somehow in your everyday like your taxes, you gotta you know. Yeah, and if you're not, you're wilding because it makes everything so much easier sometimes. Right. There's like, people that yeah. still go into H and R block, you know, versus like at least trying to at least attempt to do it by yourself, like on mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I try to at least attempt to do it, do something. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, like, just solely rely on, like, like mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm going to do. 
even thinking about it now, there's new technologies that are coming out now that are just like, I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, damn, I got to really learn that because it's like, you know, if, if I, if I just like stay in the background and I don't do anything like it's, you know, I'm going to get left behind. There are, there are, there's new lingo, there's new technology, there's new, like everything that mm-hmm. you got to keep up with. I mean, even when I was at guitar center, I feel like I was just like grabbing so much gear and I knew the terminology, this and that I left guitar center. And then like, I don't know, a couple months later, it's just like, you're trying to catch up. You're just like playing catch up. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, this is new. Damn. I didn't realize this existed. Damn. Like, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technology mm-hmm. changes within days, within weeks, within months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you gotta be ready. Yeah, some people just take that risk. They're just like, well, I'll I'll take that risk, you know. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think it's gonna benefit me in any way. And it's just like sometimes it's one of those things where, hey, you know, maybe you don't necessarily need it, but it could definitely improve your lifestyle if you Mm -hmm. got if you sat down and really disciplined yourself. Like you could use it to run your, you know, self-made business. You could use it to schedule things. You could use it. You could use it damn near any way you want. Like, right. I don't know. It's kind of yeah, crazy like, that people are taking that risk nowadays, not learning. Yeah, And it's a huge risk, too, because, you know, you know what makes it even, like, funny hmm. is that even though you're not doing it, it's such it's such part of a way of life that like somebody has to do it. So you're going to, now you have to rely on the next person to, you know, basically get this done for you. And like, you know, like obviously they're going to help you out. And because it's, it's, it's it's like secondhand, it's like secondhand, it's second nature to the average person now, you Mm -hmm. know? So I don't know. I just feel like you should just like, you know, um uh embrace it embrace it and see what it could do for you you know what i mean like look at us now technology due to the fact of technology we're on a podcast right now yep. you know like like a real podcast like you know what i mean that shit is crazy and that and we're doing it straight with minimal tools and money is being generated from this mm-hmm. how the like Bro, why am I getting up every day to go to a fucking normal job or traditional job when I can literally make money on the internet? It makes no sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense to me. And maybe making money on the internet don't make sense to some people, but you're wilding because it's becoming the most norm and the most norm every day. There's somebody who's getting money just because of the internet. And it could be like fucking, you know, some, cause they popped off. Like, you know, they fucking, you know, like they, they just got a viral hit or some shit. Like you just never know. Like, you know what I mean? You just really never know. And, um, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta be ready, but um, yeah. So that actually, we actually went into the next subject without, without even knowing. So that that was actually cool. 
we'll move on to the next joint. And this was the one, this was the one. So um, being happy, not being rich young. And I spoke about this in, I think, episode two, I believe, um, where I'm happy that I wasn't rich young. Because I was definitely aiming for that. Like, yeah, you know I mean, as hard as niggas was going, like, young, like, you know, if we would have, you know, came across the right people, like, it definitely could have been, like, you know, life-changing. Um, but I'm happy that I've been doing music since fucking, like, recording. Let's just say 13. So from 13 to 32 any time between that period i could have get on got on still get like you know just just from doing it like you know what i mean like there's, there's a bunch of artists doing it everybody gets you know some some of them gets on you know but you know you have to be doing it you know what i mean so it's like you know that time frame from there to there you know what i mean i just think from 13 all the way to maybe like 25 uh, or maybe 24 from 13 to 24. If I would have got rich in between that time and would have been super successful, it would have been uh or 23. I should say it would have been, it would, it, it, nah, it would have been bad. Like I would have, like I probably would have still had a little money. You know what I mean? But I don't, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been financially responsible at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like I mean, luckily like my mom is a is a good mom, so she would have but I would have had to literally rely on her to be financially responsible for me. You know what I mean? And if she wasn't financially responsible, then I mean, I would just be fucked, you know what I mean? But Nah, like I'm I'm happy that I wasn't rich young because I wouldn't understand the shit. And I'm happy that I still have an opportunity to make that happen. And uh I just wanted to get your take on that. What's what's your take on that? Yeah, I agree. I think like you know, there's there's times where you sit there and you're just like, damn, I wish I could have made it like, you know, long time ago. Uh, it would have been nice would have been nice for my childhood and stuff but at the same time i don't know you reach an age when you get older where you're just like you appreciate stuff more you uh gain more patience like just there's different things that you really start to understand and i think that you know getting rich now is a huge difference that like you said before it is a huge difference than getting rich 10 years ago. Cause even though, yeah, 10 years ago, yeah, I was 22 years old and whatnot. But at 22, I remember, you know, the moves I was trying to make and the things I was trying to do. And I was still in a rush to like get things. I was still in a rush for things to come to me, like by any means necessary. So if, you know, those deals start coming out, you start signing these deals and then all of a sudden you're in a deal that you really want to be out of, you know, I could have seen that definitely happening to me and a lot of other people that I know for sure. 
So I agree with that sentiment. I don't think I really don't think being rich as a kid would have helped me out much, except for like maybe I would have been able to afford way more toys, but that's really it. Mm-hmm. Word. My shit would have went on video games. Just video games. My shit just would have went on video games and like mm-hmm. yep. music equipment and you know what I mean? Just yeah, and it gets to yeah, it gets to a point where you're just like, you know, you got everything that you want and need and stuff like that, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like who's teaching you how to be financially responsible? Who's teaching you to how to like, you know, save that money? So it's like, hey, so your kids can have the same thing that you had, you know? Like some right, people right. just don't realize that. Right. A uh, little segue, real quick. Um, Microsoft Word was released on October 25th, 1983. It is 38 years old. Damn, 1983. 1983. It was it was released under the name Multi Tool. Multi Tool Word. Multi Tool Word. Interesting. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Huh? Uh, you like. Like I said, I figured it was around, but nobody was really using it like that, though. Well, nobody really had computers. <laughs> yeah. Nobody really had computers. So the niggas who was using that shit was, it was a reason why they was using that shit. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Being rich um, now, man. I, it would be definitely different. Like I said, my frames, investments, you know, you think about investments now, you think about multiplying that. When you're a young kid, you're just thinking about shit, spending it. What can I get? Damn, I could get anything. Mm-hmm. It would have just been, yeah. For, I know, like, I know for me personally, that shit would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, you really just don't, as a kid, you just don't understand the, you just don't understand, like, being financially responsible at all like it's i i don't care like if you have parents that like oh yeah like they instill it into they try to instill it into you as a young as a young kid it's like still you're still a kid you're still gonna want things you're still not gonna understand why you have to wait for this now all of a sudden you've got like the ability to buy whatever you want when you want to it's like you definitely gonna mess that up Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, I thank I thank God every day for that. Yeah, you know I mean, cause um, shit, the eyes don't be looking too good against them motherfuckers that be becoming rich and young and you know and and older. You know what I mean? It's only a select few that's like really like you know that just have it together and you know boom boom boom, you know yeah. so. Yeah, these kids been wowing sometimes. Like I saw some joint the other day, and it was like this. So I hate how misused the term "self-made" is nowadays. Like it's like you're over here calling somebody. Okay, so there was like this video, this Vice video. It was a chick. She was like 15 years old or something. They were interviewing her, and she was like. 
a millionaire and like she had a company and blah 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 and all that stuff and they kept calling her like self-made and stuff and it was just like how can you be self-made if your mom was helping you get the fine like your mom you know gave you money in order for the business and helped you with this and that and marketing and blah 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 this that and the third so then how is that self-made then yeah your mom self-made yeah like it's like your mom yeah your mom's cool but it's like, how are you self-made if like your mom was helping you? Like that doesn't make sense to me. And p- that's why I think like it gets thrown oh like when they were talking about Kylie Jenner back in the day, and so they're just like, Yeah, she's like this first self-made billionaire and stuff. And it's like, how? How is that possible? Like, was she putting in them hours at like five years old, six years old, trying to get the business up? Like, I don't know. I just don't get stuff like that. But, you know, the the point that I was trying to make, you know, talking about this person was they were just so immature. Like you could see like and it's just like it's obvious they're 15 years old. They've had everything basically handed to them and stuff. But their mindset and shit was just it's like you're not self-made. You're not a self-made. You don't have a self-made mindset. You have a you have a teenage mindset that thinks that they're adult that thinks that they're old enough and it's like nah you still got a ways to go like you're only and on top of that i could only imagine if like you were you were 18 years old so now you're legal now you have the right claim to 100 percent of your money and finances and stuff i could only imagine how you would f it up over the years like without all that help and training from your mom and stuff like i i don't get it yeah yeah yeah, what's yeah the she point should be that? like, we, we, we're self-made. We are self-made. You got to add the we in there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think, think if she put the we in there, you know, it, 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 it wouldn't stain a little, you know, you can't really, you know. Um, I would love to take a look at the comments in that video for I, sure. They were definitely crapping on it for sure. But it's just like, I feel bad because it's like, it's not necessarily your fault. I know that Vice is you know, putting this on you, but it's like, yo, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, this is, it's ridiculous. The definition, they, they move the goalpost on what the definition of self-made is. And I bet you it'll change in another 10 years. You know? mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now that we're on the subject of self-made, what do you think self-made is? Self-made is you got that shit on your own. Doesn't matter. Now, as far as like, as far as like loans and stuff like that, I mean, some people are gonna need loans to, you know, pay. But no, no, like, we're not I'm, talking about that because that's part of the that's part of the game. That's yeah, I think that's part of the yeah, that's part of yeah. the game. Now it depends on the loan that you're getting. If you got a loan from your mom's or your dad or something like that, that don't really count to me. Now, if you got a loan from you know the bank, that's a whole different story. You got to pay that back. You got to be responsible for that. That's a whole different story. So, um, but self-made is when you got an idea, you got a plan or something, and you are basically making that shit happen. You are in charge. Like, that doesn't mean that you don't have a team necessarily, but your team, you're, you're ahead of that team. That's your team, not the other way around. Like you're making that shit happen on your own, basically. 
Like that's what self-made and without any help other than like a, if you got loans from like, I don't know, a bank or even if it is from a person and they're just like, hey, you know, I'll loan you this money, but you still got to pay it back at the end of the day. I'm still cool with calling that self-made at the end of the day, as long as you're as long as you're responsible for paying that loan back and they're not giving you any help. They're not holding your hand through it. They're not like, oh, well, you know, you missed the payday date. It's all good. Like, nah, none of that. You still mm -hmm. responsible like for paying stuff back on time. That's still self-made to me. But it's like, hey, it's there's definitely a fine line for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's definitely um, so great for me, yo. Yeah. Um, I guess I give my little definition of self-made. Uh I think self-made uh is like you said, you know, you getting it out the mud, you know, self-made is, you know, you know, doing all aspects of whatever you're doing, you know, you know, you know, by yourself. You know what I mean? You know, like like the mental of it, you know, not really the you know, because obviously you're going to need people, you know, to make it happen. But they're not like, you know what I mean? Like my coach. Yeah, like I need my coach, you know, along the way and shit like that. But like, you know, I mean, eventually I'm going to have a new coach. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't. You, you have to like get get used to change, you know, so it's like. I think that's what self-made is. You know what I mean? You gotta, you just gotta, you know, be ready for change and be willing to do something by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta be willing to do it by yourself. Cause at, at the end of the day, that's the most rewarding. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, like I was saying before, you, you still need people to make it happen, but you hire those people. You know what I mean? Like you're they they're working for you. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, um, yeah, it's still self-made. You know what I mean? Like they're depending on you, you know, to if they you get paid, they get paid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah. and it's like there's nothing wrong with needing it like having a team. At the end of the day, I'd prefer to have a team too, because you know, it's hard doing it on your own. But like if you're like if you're in a team and somebody's spending more bread than you are, and that's not an investor or anything like that, that's just like, you know, they're spending, they're spending more bread than you are. They're outworking you and stuff like that. You're not the, it, I don't see you as the one who's running the business at the end of the, I don't see you as the self-made one at the end of the day. I see the person who is the person who's putting in the money and putting in the most work. That's the one who's really self-made. Or has a self-made attitude, at least. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, dude, I don't know what I was looking for on. It's I was looking for a post on Instagram, and I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you heard about that dude that be charging one hundred and twenty bucks for a haircut? Nah. Yo, it's wild. Like, I mean, it's like, fine because like you got a it's it's not here. I don't know where it is, but he's got a clientele that like he basically charges a one twenty five for um for a haircut and stuff. And I'm just like, dog. Like we're looking at the haircuts, me and Darnell. Just like, don't get me wrong, it's a nice haircut, but that's a haircut that I could have got for like 20, 30 bucks. 
Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you know, niggas, like, them niggas independent. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know who started that trend. That's another thing that's changing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, shit is evolving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember when, like, you know, niggas rose the prices back in the day. Remember, them shits used to be like five, ten dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, then that shit went to twenty five. Like, you know what I mean? Twenty five. Like, you know what I mean? Like twenty, twenty five. Like, god damn. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like I don't know, man. Like, um, I don't really got no problem. I don't got no problem with that, bro. Like, for real, for real. Because your barber is your best friend. You know what I mean? So, shit. You know, if if he do good haircuts, bro, like, yeah, bro, like, yeah. I, you got to think about it, getting braids, like, niggas, you get dreads, motherfuckers charging over 100, like, if we yeah. want some crazy shit done in our hair, like, you know, because we got long hair, like, you know, motherfuckers gonna charge, like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know who started. Maybe that was that old, that old shit where haircuts used to be cheaper shit. But you gotta think about it. That's another thing. Like when you put like, first of all, put time into just learning that shit, or you know what I mean, just crafting that shit. Time. I feel like you're paying for time. I feel like you're paying for. I mean, niggas got gear. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's like mastering and or mixing or recording. You know what I mean? If I'm recording the motherfucker, shit, I need some bread. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, true. The, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm paying money for you know this and that. And, you know, yeah, like, like that. I ain't mad at his hustle and stuff like that. I was, we were just looking at the haircuts, and I'm just like, damn, I would never pay 125 for that haircut. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, what that's is- how I be though. That's how I be though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like if I had no choice, I probably, I probably would. But yeah, I'd be tight about that shit, man. I, w- like, I would definitely be tight though. I would definitely be tight though. Yeah, you know I mean, I would definitely be tight. Could you imagine if we lived in a neighborhood where the prices were like that for haircuts and stuff? I would be like, yo, y'all kidding me, dude. Come yeah, on. I would, do. I would just grow my hair out just like normal. Heck just... yeah, learn how to cut it yourself. Shoot. Word, word, word. And well, and then and then once you learn how to cut it yourself, now you can now you a fucking now you got that skill. Yes, sir. Now you can fucking, you know maximize that shit um so the next next topic i want to get into we have the 30 minute mark um 10 to uh, hour master rule um um you know this is something that comes up on the show you know it's been coming up on the show i just want to get your take on that 10,000 hour master i i Oh my bad, my bad. No, I was just gonna say I've heard I've heard the ten thousand hour joint before the theory, and I I mean I haven't heard I haven't seen any proof against it really. Right. Yeah, like I do subscribe into it. I'd sometimes think about like you know how many hours have I put into this? Like 
you know, basketball, whether it's music or whatever. Because sometimes I look and I'm just like, yo, I must be at 10,000 hours for this. Or I might, I must be close because I'm like really good at this. Like, you know. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, obviously it makes sense because it's like, you know, the more you practice at something, the more you work at something. Yeah, you're going to become better and better. But 10,000 hours, like, so 10,000 hours in days, like, what is, what is that? Uh, let's see. Let's do the, the Googles. Let's do our Googles. Uh, that's 416 days. 416 days? Damn. So you're spending over a year learning something. Yeah, so it's basically four, uh, uh, 416.67. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> dude and could you imagine if you just like did something straight for 400 something days just just did it straight like yeah, it, it doesn't sound like a lot of time but that's a lot of time yeah yeah every minute every hour every second yeah that's just wild. doing that same thing like of course you're gonna become fucking great like yeah you know i mean like what the fuck yeah, that's that's a lot of work, man. I I mean, if you're not a uh an expert, you gotta be damn near like close to one with that many hours involved. Like that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that was the first time I actually looked up how many days it was. I mean, I definitely for sure got <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got ten thousand hours in music. I got yeah. to. I I gotta have ten thousand at least. I probably got more than way more. But you know what I mean, damn, it's crazy. Like motherfuckers, we don't even think to like clock that shit. Like clock that analytic. Yeah, you know what I mean. That'd have been like a good analytic it's, it's like, how do you really keep track of it? Like, unless you actually document it. Right. 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 Which is kind of weird. <laughs> it was it, it, not weird, but it would it would definitely be like strange. Like yeah, you know I mean, like, but damn, you, de- you definitely would have to do it. Keep a file cabinet and shit. Absolutely, yeah. Um, one of these days, I want to like document something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like how long it takes you to do a project or something like that. Hmm. From start to finish. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so basically, my take on the ten thousand hour rule. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely uh believe in it, but my my take on it was you can master something instantly. Like, what about those dudes? Like, like what what about those dudes that just pick up something and they're automatically like the goat? You know what I mean? Like, how like Imagine if they do that for 10,000, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like, people, people, 
who are naturally talented at something that put 10,000, I feel like that's like a whole new ball game right there. I don't yeah. think that, I don't think that they're, they're at a level where it's like, damn, this person could take over, you know, the whole world when it came to the, like, I don't, I don't believe in that, but I believe that like, there are people who have talent and then people who have hard work. And I always feel like if you have a talented person that's willing to work hard, that's always going to beat somebody who is a hard worker. Like, I just yeah. feel like every single time, just because hard worker, yeah, you're going to put in hard work. You're going to get better. You're definitely like, there's a guarantee that you're going to get better. But if you don't have like that natural talent, it's just like, are you improving like actual good skill or are you improving like something that's like average skill? Are you improving like, you know, are you improving something that, you know, is, I'm not going to say like terrible or subpar, like it's not really like the good word for it, but if you're improving upon, for lack of a better term, if you're improving upon mediocrity, that like, you, you feel me? Yeah. Like, it's like maybe there is going to be some sort of improvement and crap like that. But it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like raw talent with hard work is always going to be just plain hard work for sure. Yeah, for sure. Cause you do it effortlessly. Everything is done effortlessly. It doesn't take, doesn't matter how hard a person works. Like if I could just naturally do something without working as hard as you, like, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. So um I wanna get into uh let's see uh knowing your worth. And this kind of segues into uh what are your goals and do you even have goals? Hmm. Not you personally, but yeah. you know. Um so knowing your worth. And I, I feel like I'm and I'm not talking about like knowing your worth as far as like business or, you know, but I, I am. But but I'm not, you know, like I, I'm talking about just knowing your worth like as a like a human being. Like, you know, what I mean, like I feel like that's really important, you know, because that'll help you out in the long run. Absolutely. Um, there's like 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 there's a lot of people, you know, that I know that's like, you know, they 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 know their they know their worth but they don't do it or some people that just completely don't know their their worth but they they the potential is just like what the, it's right there mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's just frustrating um just seeing that you know what i mean like and you can't you try to you know do you can't you know hold nobody hand all you could do is just drop gems absolutely um uh, but 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 what's your take on like like uh knowing your worth? You know. Uh, my take is that a lot of people don't know it, and I think that we live in a society in a world where I truly feel like if a lot of people knew their worth and tried to improve upon that worth by doing the things that they loved and cherished and were passionate about. I feel like we would 
we wouldn't be living this type of world right now. We wouldn't be living where it's like a bunch of people just go into the workforce and work underneath like one CEO. Like we'd be living in a completely different society right now. I think yeah. that it's obviously important to know your worth because it's like a lot of people are throwing away their their worth every day. I mean, if you think about it, like people have always had that conversation with you about like, um, well, uh, I'm trying to think. So people always have that conversation of like, damn, an hour's worth of my time is like, you know, 15 bucks for for the hour from me. And some people really measure that up and they're just like, well, if I'm making like 20 to 25, that's really good money. And it's like, think about it like this. 20 to 25 an hour is not bad. I don't think it's bad. But at mm. the end of the day, you know, when you're putting in that time, okay, let's say, you know, for example, I worked at Guitar Center for like five years. Five years, let's say I was working eight hour days in that five, like five years straight. So let's do the math on this. So how many hours are in five years? Five years is 43,800 hours. Now, that's a lot of time that I spent selling products, learning about products, you know, buying products, all that stuff. That was good time because, you know, I was a music major and I was into music and stuff like that. So that mm -hmm. 43,800 hours. But mm -hmm. think about it like this. Imagine if I could have got rid of like the, the selling aspect. Imagine if I could have gotten rid of like, um, you know, all the BS from selling to dealing with customers and stuff like that. If I could have chopped that out of the mix and just focused solely on what I wanted to do. Could you imagine how much knowledge I would gain? How much better I would be at like, you know, music production, music engineering and stuff like that. So when you think about it, you know. At one point in time, when you're hustling and you're trying to build from the ground up, yeah, you might not be making that 20 to 25 an hour. Hell, you might not even be making like five an hour shit. But at the end of the day, you know, you create value uh, out of yourself for someone else at the end of the day. You know, mm -hmm. that 43,800 hours involved learning about live sound so that I could work at places like the Trough and stuff and do live sound and and work for you know festival gigs setting up lighting and sound for the erie county festival and stuff like that um you know recording dudes in the studio um making beats for them you know mastering their music djing parties and stuff like that you know that's that's a lot of knowledge and time and effort that could really pan out and then create a situation in which you're just like well you have a unique opportunity because of the fact that nobody really can do what you do. So now you can charge a special custom price because nobody else can do what you do. That's at the end of the day, you know, you can make up so much for lost time in that 43,800 hours. So don't think of it as, oh, well, for five years, you know, I'm not getting paid like a great wage you know i'm not even I, some of those years i'm not even getting paid 
But at the end of the day, at the end of the tunnel, you know, that money, that knowledge and all that stuff, it will make up at the end of the day. And that's what people got to realize sometimes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Know your worth, y'all. You know, for real. You know, you got to, um, you know, I always say, you know, know your worth because, you know, if now let's now let's take it to business now. You know what I mean? Um, shit, if you don't know your worth, how you expect a motherfucking business person, you know, trying to orchestrate a deal for you to trust you and know your worth? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Know what you possess and shit like that. Like, I feel like, you know, it's just just know your worth and that kind of ties into self-confidence too you know a little yeah. bit what was that dude jordan peterson talking about he was like um if you had like a hundred dollars like you know you offer money to the next person and stuff like that um and if that person takes your offer then y'all both leave with money but imagine someone so but the trick is you got to get that person to agree because if they don't agree then nobody gets the money so mm. how are you going to convince somebody to take one like you you get the hundred bucks right mm -hmm. then you're just like yo i'm gonna keep 99 and give one dollar for the next person how can you convince someone to take one dollar over something like 50 bucks like I, I I think that's the one thing that and and the whole point of this was what was he saying? It's about value and worth and shit like that. Like mm -hmm. somehow CEOs of these companies and stuff were able to convince people to be to take the dollar over the 50. And it's just become a, a part of our everyday life now. Like, you know, it's it's common to settle it's common to sit there and be like oh i you know my time it i guess my time isn't worth 30 an hour i guess i could settle with 27 i guess i could settle with 25 20 19 15 10 you know that that's something that's been brainwashed into us from day one so yeah. i think it's one of those things where we need to finally start looking and being like you know what like at the end of the day you know, yes, it would be nice to get that quick fix that that 99 bucks or even if like, you know, I don't know, you're a scrub to get that one buck instead of getting <laughs> nothing and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, instead of sitting there and presenting yourself off as a scrub, why don't you look at yourself as someone that can actually provide value for someone? Yeah, maybe you might be a scrub right now, but you're a scrub that can provide value if you really put your mind to it. At the end of the day, everybody's talented at something. Everybody can do like with this music and stuff. I don't think that everybody can do it, but I think anybody could jump into it. I think anybody could seriously work hard and, you know, put some music out. I think anybody could put music out there for sure. Yeah. But do you have the passion to go above and beyond? and learn how to mix and master it so that it sounds really good for radio play are you willing to like customize that music and be like you know what this is my style this is my flavor on it instead of copying somebody else's style 
Like right. what makes you different? Right, right. Right. You gotta be different. You know what I mean? That's very key. Yeah. Definitely. How do you provide value? That's that's the plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like people be wanting a masters, but it's like, damn, what you gonna do with your masters? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, and and the other thing is people got to learn how to like, you know, hustle within their means as well, too. Some people, they'll push off assignment. And I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not I'm not guilty of this. I'm definitely guilty of this. When people sit around and they're just like, well, I don't really have this or that, you know, so I got to wait, you know, until I can actually buy it. But it's going to be months before I could buy it because my paychecks, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo. Like, what can you be doing right now at the moment to prepare for that moment? Or what can you do to substitute that piece of equipment for something else that's going to work for the time being? You know, at the end of the day, people do judge based on, like, mostly loudness and sound quality and stuff like that. But people think that you got to be, I don't know, young guru in the studio in order for you to, like you know, get the music so that people can love it. P Newsflash, you can mix and master something really great and it could still be crappy. Think about the radio, man. There's a bunch of songs that you heard on the radio that are sonically great that you freaking hate. <laughs> like, yeah. And then there's the opposite. There's the songs that weren't sonically made great, but you love them. Right. Yeah, I think um it's confidence is key plain and simple like right gotta have that right. confidence and that drive so yo i always say um an episode um i think uh i, I forget which episode it was but um self-doubt self-control self-motivation and self-confidence i feel like those key things are very 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 important I feel like mm -hmm. self-doubt, like you're going to doubt yourself no matter what. And that's cool. It's normal. Like, like just, you know, stop doubting. You're going to have to, like, get over it, like, eventually, and then just boom. But that shit is totally normal if you, like, jumping into something new or it's just, you know, a new thing or a new event or just anything, like, that's being introduced to you. Of course, you're going to be going to have self-doubt. Um self-control self-control is obviously like on, dude, like you know don't be wilding and you know being you know just be professional and shit like that like yeah you know i mean uh self-motivation self-motivation that ties down to when niggas are saying like self-made and shit self-motivation is all it is it like without self-motivation you cannot be self-made so it's nah. like, yeah. And then and then you got self confidence. Honestly, these should be the self made fucking fucking commandments, nigga. Four commandments, nigga. Self doubt, self control, self motivation, self confidence. You know what I mean? It's like, to reflection. It's. I think that. Um. Yeah, I definitely totally agree with that. I think that as far as like the music creative world and stuff like that one way that we can combat those things well obviously by like you know living your truth and working and practicing hard every day and stuff obviously 
But I think another way that we can combat that is if, 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 if the music people, if us music people that really understand, and I'm not just talking about professionals or anything like that. I'm talking about like anybody that understands something about the music game. If we created a safer environment for people to thrive into, like, and what I mean by that is like, if somebody got some trash music, like remember when we was talking with that one dude, um, I don't even remember his name, but when we were uh, with that group of people and, you know, you had the two people dogging on him and stuff like that. Like, I think uh, in a situation, you, you know, you remember what I'm talking about, right? And, oh, and, and Cuba shit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For a situation like that, I feel like it needs to be, when it comes to the music game, and I know that times are going to change as time goes on and stuff. We're going to learn new things. But we really need to start creating not necessarily safe spaces, but we need to create places of like basically almost like having a modified league. It like it's like you you want people to grow and build and adapt and stuff like that. Not everybody is built for this game, honestly. I, I'll admit that. And I think that there's gonna be some people that no matter what type of training you put into them, they're never gonna get it. So, but they got to come to that conclusion on their own in a way. I feel like you need to give people plenty of opportunity and space in order to like really try to create. Cause like for somebody to come out and be like, oh yeah, I, I came out the womb ready to make music. Nah, nah. You may have come out with more raw talent than the playing field and stuff, but nobody was a kid like out there, like, uh, and even. And even Michael, Michael Jackson, you talk about Michael Jackson. Yeah, he was killing it at 10. But what was he doing at five? That dude wasn't nice at five. Like that dude was practicing. That dude was putting in work and stuff with his brothers and with his with his dad and stuff. It was putting in that work. It wasn't just nice. He wasn't just nice out the womb. It wasn't just nice. Yeah, the man had raw no, time. Oh no, man. <laughs> the niggas is different, man. Them Jacksons is different. Man. Now, I, I'll say this. Jacksons definitely achieved, like, they achieved mastery way early in age, like, for sure. Yeah. But them niggas, they still had to work hard. They had a crazy work ethic, though. They was. Yeah, hell yeah. Joe was working the crap out of them kids, and that's why they were so nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. They was nice before they was working hard too, but they they became even nicer because of that hard work. So it's yeah, like, yeah. but but imagine if somebody would have came up to Mike. Imagine if Mike. Imagine if he didn't have raw talent. Imagine if somebody would came up to Mike, like Michael Jackson, and been like, "Come on, kid, stick to your day job." <laughs> like, like imagine if that shit would have happened. <laughs> like i'm not saying that that mike would have fell out the game and he wouldn't have been a legend maybe he still would have been a legend but there's a good chance that maybe he would have quit he would have been like yo f this i'm not doing this (laughs) yo that's funny as hell no no yo but it's probably like a hating ass motherfucker that really would do that shit though like yeah i mean like and it's really, like, nah, it's really, bro. 
it's really people like that that are just like i don't know if it's insecurity i don't know if it's because like jealousy <laughs> whatever but it's really people out there that really be hating on people just like and it's like me I, I, i'm i'm a realist i'm always gonna keep it real with you i'm not gonna be like oh yeah your shit is like amazing but at the end of the day i'm gonna point out like the pros and cons and i'm gonna be like yo this is really what you need you really need to just focus on this this is great but focus on this play to your strengths you know work on your weaknesses and stuff and keep hustling because at the end of the day rome wasn't built in the day like yeah. croy wasn't built in the day fly warrior wasn't built in the day like like no, no. I, I don't yeah people start at different levels and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know punk somebody off because like they're a 17 18 19 year old dude who is rapping and sounds like garbage come on we got we got nba basketball players that didn't start playing basketball until college mm -hmm. like yeah it's just like so what you gonna tell them like oh well you just started playing basketball so like nah this ain't for you <laughs> like People are really I mean, like that, dude. They're like, oh, well, if you didn't start as a kid, then you have no chance. And it's just like, what? Yeah, we're like, I never understood that, like, like, like that, that, that way of thinking, like, you know what I mean? Like, because you can literally ma master something like instantly. Like, what if you try that shit and you're like, oh, shit, I'm really good at this. And then it becomes like something where you're like helping other people and now you're being you know, monetary gain, you know, from it, but you're still helping people. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, yo, like that's, that's you know, that's, that's, that shit is different. Dude, I didn't do the high jump until halfway through my senior year in high school. And my coach, when at the end of the season was like, you were better than like 99% of everybody who tried out, but you just didn't try. But the confidence wasn't there. It was like, you should have been more confident. You should have wanted to try this earlier in your high school career because who knows? You probably could have went to crazy places. But it's like people, you got to have that confidence in the beginning. You got to really like be like, hey, I'm really committed to becoming better. Even if I'm trash, I'm committed to becoming better at this. I'm willing to put that work in because, like I said, Rome wasn't built in the day. That's facts. That's facts. Um, so, um, I got one last, uh, one last topic and then we're going to get into some gaming news. Um, and then, and then we're going to end it off. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got a couple gaming, gaming news. That's what we wanted to, the gaming, the gaming world is, is going madness now. And uh, we, de we definitely have to talk about that shit. But um, so um, life as a streamer. Um, I think I spoke. Now this is a take from my episode one, um, where I gave my like perspective and my thoughts on it. Um, um, I, I you know do a little recap, uh, add some new perspective to it too, because there was some things that I kind of left out too. Um, so life as a streamer. I feel like a lot of people jump into streaming and they don't realize um, how difficult streaming actually is. Like people look at 
people on Twitch or YouTube or whichever platform that you're, you know, viewing on. And they see these people, you know, either, you know, they you see them playing the game. You know what I mean? But they don't realize that they're like, you know, they're reading their chat. They're being entertaining. They're, um, they're bringing some type of aspect to it. Now, some, some people are just playing games and, you know, how, you know, we, it's, you know, all the other shit, you know what I mean? But starting off, like, if you don't have a plan on the content that you want to make, um, you are going to fail on Twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. You know, like, I... So I've been streaming for a couple of months now, like, consistently uh, since June. And... You know, like plan without a plan, like you know, it, it's not gonna work. Like, let's just take like Cubot for, for example. Like, she had to have some type of plan. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like that shit is orchestrated, set up, super, super crazy. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like. The Discord, the whole, the whole shit, the whole nine, and the fact of that she does that shit. Like the gaming show is like super different from the fucking, um, like her regular gaming channel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's super different and. It's just like, damn, like that. Obviously, that's not no normal shit. Like her show is like not no normal ass shit. So there's no way that you you're hopping on Twitch, like, and like to like you gotta think of something like that. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like you gotta to to pop. It has to be entertaining. Her mm-hmm. show is entertaining. Toad show is entertaining. Um, um, there's there's a bunch of people on Twitch. You know what I mean? That that's like really entertaining. You know what I mean? And that's how even Ja, like Ja is entertaining too. Like, you know what I mean? Like all these motherfuckers is really entertaining. You know what I mean? They, they bring some type of entertainment aspect to it. They're just not sitting there playing video games. Absolutely. They're you know what I mean, but that's the you know, people buy the setup and they'll buy a lot of it and then boom, get it, and they ain't even it's like damn, like it is, like, damn, like, that's just crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly well, yeah, what, like... what's your take on uh, on, on streaming, on, like, your journey as a streamer, because you're a streamer as well. Um, what, what, you know, how do you, how do you feel about the platform and just growing? Well, I think, I think, you know, Twitch has allowed people, and not even just Twitch, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, whatever, whatever you're on. Mm-hmm. It's really allowed people to just like, you know, basically express themselves however they feel and broadcast it to the world. And like I said, we've been talking about how you need to get up on the technology and you really need to learn because you're going to get left behind. Like it's it's really like I said, streaming wasn't a thing until. I mean, streaming was a thing through the 90s, but it was completely different. Like, yeah, you know, streaming today, yeah, streaming today is like, 
you see somebody's uh gaming screen you see like their webcam you see the chat you see the gold this that that was not streaming in the 90s streaming in the 90s was like you saw like a a it almost felt like you saw a, a photo of somebody and then all of a sudden it would just change. Like that's how slow the internet was. But yeah. but still, like there was still a sense of like, you know, damn, yo, this is this is new, this is fresh, this is cool. I want to get a part, uh, I want to be a part of this. So growing up, you know, I never really streamed or anything like that. I never really like did any of that. Cause I was just an introvert. I was the type of person where I just wanted to do my thing and just be in peace and stuff like that. But eventually I started finding out that, you know what, you know, I could still be introverted. I could still do my thing, but I could, I could broadcast like, you know, my work and my essence to the world. And I think that it's such a wonderful thing that broadcast does that because it really invites people into your space. Like, you know, your, your sense of worth, what makes you, you. And I think that with COVID, I love the fact that people finally decided to look inside. Like I, I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday. It was like, I just started DJing like two, three months ago. I've been DJing for almost 20 years now. And I'm, I'm happy at the fact that there are fresh new faces and people with new ideas that are coming on to the scene. But I also see some of the negatives and I see some of the people who are, you know, taking advantage of this as a way of like, well, you know, I see people making money off of this. So I want to make money, too. Don't get me wrong. It's cool to make money off of something. But for you to jump into the streaming adventure, you know, just hoping to make money off of it and stuff and not think like, do you have a, hobbies? Do you have like interests? Blah, blah, blah. Some people and a lot of these people really don't. They don't. And it's just like, well, you're making a mockery of like the entertainment business because it's like we really put like I said, I've been DJing since I was like 13 years old. So when I get on stream and I DJ, that's something that I'm passionate about. You know, I, I do a Fortnite stream or something like that. I might not necessarily be passionate about Fortnite itself, but I'm passionate about gaming. I've been gaming since I was a little kid, like gaming since the Sega Genesis days and stuff um you know as far as like music producing beats and stuff i've been doing that since i was a kid writing lyrics and stuff like that since i was a kid and stuff it just kind of frustrates me that there are people not because there are new names and people trying to get into it and stuff like that but because there are new people trying to get into it that are not passionate about it really they're just there as it's like an extra seat in the audience almost and it's just like yo why are you here making a mockery of that? Like a lot of quote unquote nerdy shit, you know, back in the day, y'all didn't care about this stuff. Y'all didn't see this stuff as like, you know, really having a, a benefit in your life. And now you see it as a benefit because you see the world is changing. You see COVID has changed up the landscape and it's, it's really opened a door for the creatives. And now you want to jump on that bandwagon. But you're not willing to put in that work and that time and that effort that we did. Y'all wasn't shooting in the gym with us back yeah. in the day. It, right. And, and like I said, this is no offense against the newer people. Like, I am i don't want 
people to think that like, oh, I'm gatekeeping right now or something like that. I don't care mm -hmm. if you've been like I said, I've I've helped people learn how to DJ. I've I brought up and I'm not going to mention her or anything like that, because I think that she's a great DJ on her own and, and, and all that stuff. And I don't want it to seem like, oh, I was I had a, a hand in molding her or anything like that. Honestly, everything that she did for her DJ career, it sh that was her. I was only there to open up the door and be like, hey, you know, th this is the equipment that you should get. This is the software that you, you should be working with. These are the people that you should follow. If you want to do this, you want to do that. Uh, and, you know, teaching, okay, how to use the controller and stuff like that. Cool. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, she really took it to another level. And those are the people that I'm not talking about when I'm talking about like, oh, the the people, the opportunists and stuff like that. I'm not talking about the new people that, you know, just arrived up on the scene that really just take it to another level. Like those people, hey, the only difference between you and me is that the that I started earlier. That's the only difference. And there were people that started earlier before me that were probably feeling the same way about, you know, people jumping in again. When I jumped in the game in 2003, there were DJs that were that were probably uh, you know, they were probably um coming up against 20 gears and stuff looking at the newbies and like oh these dudes they think they know what they're doing but at the end of the day like i said this game there's an open door there's opportunities and stuff like that and i'm willing to give out the info and i'm willing to help people out and stuff like that but if you're not passionate about this like i am i'm going to sniff it out of you and i will make it my business to like destroy <laughs> cats like that it's like you can, you can always find the pretenders. You know, niggas been sniffing it out of you. Yo, you and you really can. Dog. You you could really sniff <laughs> it out. Like there's some people where, like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, the dude I was talking with last night, he seemed really happy and like really, really honored to be a part of DJing and like being in the Buffalo scene and stuff like that. And I, I wish that man good luck because there's a lot of politics in this game, but you know at the end of the day it's worth it it's totally worth it i'm always i always talk about politics and stuff like that but at the end of the day if i can make 400 bucks in eight hours compared to the 400 in a week or you know more than a week or whatever if i could do that i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take it every time mm -hmm. like yeah i mean that's a no-brainer i i guess like at the end of the day you know, do what it is that makes you happy because it makes you happy, not because, oh, you see everybody else making money and clout and stuff. That's that's never a reason to jump into something. Yeah, I I knew somebody who was making six, seven figures at 26 because they were an astronaut. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like a great idea. But does that mean, oh, I'm going to just jump in and become an astronaut because you can make six, seven figures like dude is that something i'm really passionate about is that something that i'm really gonna like looking forward to going to work to become an astronaut and stuff not necessarily so i don't see why people do things because oh well it's you know it'll get you clout or money or something like that like that's insane to me because mm -hmm. like i said at the end of the day there's more than like i'm not necessarily a vindictive person but there are other people just like me who feel strongly about this shit 
who are vindictive people and who are going to call you out on it and who are going to, and it's going to be embarrassing when you come out and you're just like, Oh no, I'm a DJ. Let me prove myself. And then that nigga calls you out and then you fail and fall on your face and shit. That shit is not a good feeling at all. Right. Yeah. Work on your craft. Like do what it is that makes you happy, dog. That's all I can say. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So that's it for those uh for those topics. You know, definitely what um it was definitely interesting getting getting boys taken and everything like that. Um so now let's get into some gaming news. And um <laughs> so the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and the S price has increased. Yep. Uh, some systems by 20%. Um, what is your take on that? It's embarrassing because we're talking about, I mean, like I said before, I I basically grew up, you know, with gaming. I I saw obviously I wasn't around for the Commodore 64 or Atari stuff like that, but I saw the growth of gaming from the Sega Genesis and on. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was expensive back then too. But at the end of the day, when it came to so okay, microtransactions prices rising up you know not able to use the system unless you have the internet like all this stuff it's just getting to a point where it's like yo i'm it's cool that all these technologies are taking place but at the end of the day some of us are just pure gamers that just want to sit down and like relax at the end of a day and play a game the fact that you're putting a price tag on this and you're raising prices because and you're raising the prices not because, oh, well, you know, we looked at the data and it makes sense to charge more, blah, blah, blah. You're raising the prices because of the fact that you came out and you said, you know what? We're going to we're going to fight against Microsoft by. Basically bribing other gaming companies like uh developer studios and stuff we're gonna bribe them not to release their digital copies over to microsoft we want you guys we want you guys so we're gonna pay you to not do that we'll pay you more just to not release on xbox then you get called out on it and you get sued for it for six billion sony is only worth 18 billion six billion that's not gonna tank them but six billion is like Yo, that's a lot of like shit is gonna happen. That's it's a lot of, money. A lot of that's that's mm -hmm. downsizing for the company. You're gonna have to fire people, you're gonna have to put projects on the back burner. Like, think about it. Like they're they're least selling products. I don't I don't know what their least selling products are, but it's like you, that's movies that are gonna be tanked, that are gonna be like, well, we gotta put this this movie, we we gotta we gotta exit. That's video games, that's cameras, that's like television, electronics in general. Like, dude, y'all can't play six billion, dude. Was it worth it? 
like did y'all at least make six billion from these companies because if you didn't come on man and it's like it just fuels the 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 whole council war and stuff like that and it makes these kids it brainwash these kids and it's just like these kids are just like oh my god microsoft is winning sony went at the end of the day if one of these companies just disappears for good we're all losers because that's that's a piece of that's I see the gaming industry as like it has to have diversity. It has to have the PlayStation and the Xbox and the Nintendo and stuff like and the PC and all that stuff. It at the end of the day, like if one of these game system, these companies goes down, maybe there might be a bunch of Microsoft fanboys that will rejoice. But at the end of the day, that's not good for them. That's not good for you. That's less competition. That's less time for Microsoft to be checked. That's that's like, I mean, even for somebody like me who's a connoisseur, I actually like playing PlayStation games and Xbox games. Like I play, I like playing both of them. Why yeah, would I be yeah. happy that? Why would I be happy that one company goes down? That doesn't even make sense. That's less options for me. That's yeah. less. Op- that's that's less opportunities. Like it's just. Think about all the games that came out on the PlayStation that we know and love, that we cherish. Classic games, new games, old games, like everything. Now imagine all of them disappeared right now. Like that company, Sony never existed. That's, dude, that's crazy. Like, me personally, if I'm Sony right now, yo, it's I, I'd be embarrassed at the fact that now I have to raise my prices for my council because I need to make up that six billion. Like, that's embarrassing. This this game war, council war, whatever, it's 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 gotta come to a point where it's like, yo, it's gotta come to a point where it's more like Apple versus Samsung. Where these dudes sit here and they they pretend that they hate each other and they fight each other. But these dudes is using the same resources, basically. Like, that's what the gaming company should be. It should be more. Now, I'm not saying there doesn't have to be competition. Like, there shouldn't be competition. But it needs to be more of like, yo, it would be detrimental if you guys went down. Because at the end of the day, y'all guys are customers, too. Just because Xbox bought Bethesda doesn't mean they want Bethesda to be Microsoft only. They bought it because it's like, well, we can make money off of Sony and our own sales off of Microsoft. That's a smart idea. I'm cool with that. But at the end of the day, yeah, Sony is wilding right now. This this whole game war and stuff, this is this is nuts. I never thought that the gaming world would be where it is now. I would have never guessed that that this would be happening today. And I still don't got a PS5. Man, I don't either. And it's like, I don't know if I even have a passion to own one because it's like, you know, there are some exclusive, like uh, the Spider-Man, Miles Morales. There's, you know, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, what is it called? Dead Stranding or Death Stranding or something like that? Yeah, that's like another exclusive. There are PlayStation exclusives that you're missing out on and stuff, but at the same time it's like what's the cost another game system 
they're raising the prices on the ps5s you gotta buy um a controller and stuff like an extra controller if, if somebody else wants to play with you you gotta now memory isn't as bad with the xbox that's a difference you mm. you can actually get yourself an external hard drive a regular one and then like you know up the memory and stuff that's one thing that i do like from the playstation over the xbox for sure but it's like dude imagine having to buy one now the the drive that you're buying obviously isn't as good as the solid state drive the the solid state one that um you're supposed to buy with it because that that leads to like faster loading you know like you turn off the console i don't know if playstation is the same but you could turn on the console and go straight into like where you left off and stuff on the xbox at least mm -hmm. that's an amazing feature so yeah you're missing out on that but yeah it's nice to have the option of having a hard drive or using the solid state drive you know that comes with it you know but i don't know i think that's something that they need to look at as well too is like you know the whole memory storage war because that's another war that's happening now because xbox is not even giving you the ability i mean you could you can use a hard drive but for most of the series x games it won't allow you to use your own external hard drive right that's crazy yeah i, I yeah i know for me it, it definitely won't and and my joint was is a good joint like you know what i mean like that shit is a good ass joint you know what i mean like that shit would not work you know what i mean at all like, you yeah, know, it'll, it'll save the game on there but it will not play better play it on that internal and and it's just like it shows how crazy times are getting like it's just like they are really seriously trying to make this into a thing where it's like when you buy these systems and stuff like that you can't use third third party accessories like it's mm -hmm. hard it's getting harder and harder to do that dude back in the day you know, now i'm on pc now i'm pc gaming and it's just like i see you know how green the grass is from the other side for once but at one point in time i was trying to stream off of an xbox off of a playstation and playstation was by far better because of the fact that i could use third-party stuff with the PlayStation. that's the one thing that i go with on playstation over xbox it's so much easier to use third-party stuff with a playstation when i um would use a microphone and stuff like that back in the day instead of using a headset I was using an SM7B with a light snake and it was perfect quality. Mm. Like that's a $30 cable, a light snake, dude. Like and you could use it with any microphone. I didn't have to use an SM7B with it. I could have used my EV handheld microphone with it. The only microphones you couldn't use with it are ones that need a phantom. I mean, uh, yeah, phantom power. Those are the only mics you can't use with a light snake. So is is the perfect uh, uh, it you know you plug in the light snake you plug in your dynamic microphone you got great crisp quality and then on top of that you could stream straight into twitch using your ps4 and it's just like great quality 4k quality it's like it was it was amazing and now it's just like because they're taking away those features from you you're better off just getting a pc better off getting a video capture card better like yeah 
it's getting crazier they're trying to lock stuff out now the xbox i can't even use um for the xbox one i was able to use like regular microphones and plug them in and talk with people now absolutely not i can't use my sm7b with my series x it's like it's getting frustrating yeah it's getting real it's getting real it's getting real and i get it at the end of the day you're a company that wants people to buy your accessories and stuff but i feel like me personally i feel like you should have the you should have your stuff and you should have the third party stuff but i feel like you should be making your stuff better than the third party stuff so that i don't want to use the third party stuff like give me a reason to pay for your stuff man oh, yeah. it's 2 30 already Oof. 2 30 yeah we about to be wrapping up um I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Um, I want to thank Croy uh, for joining us and giving us his perspective on all of these topics, you know, that we've been discussing. Um, yeah, I mean, any closing, any closing shit, man? Any, any closing shit? Well, I think it goes back to the whole, you know, um, the whole theme of the talks that we're having. Honestly, I'm I feel like I'm going to say it more and more often after more shows, but just do you do what you want to do. Like I said, we're I'm I'm literally on this microphone, on this SM7B, you know, put five years into a company, bought some gear and stuff, and now I'm doing what I want to do. Just take the time and learn your craft and learn what it is you need and what you need to know and stuff and then do it just do it because honestly i can't imagine that any of y'all out there are happy working that nine to five that barely pays you and you know your time is worth what 17 18 19 bucks an hour like it's got to be worth your time's got to be worth more than that man just just get out there and do it man get out there and do it that is correct this is our longest episode uh so far um like i said i want to thank croy for stopping by and chilling with us today in, in my thought zone um and like i said these are his thoughts you know what I mean? And if you don't like the any of his thoughts, it don't matter because these are his thoughts. You know what I mean? So like that, that preacher from that YouTube video, he's like, Yo, thoughts ain't my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you there, you there. Like I said, um we'll be back for another episode. We'll definitely have to bring Croy on uh more often. Uh these talks are always great. Um, but uh, but yes, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You have just enjoyed and completed another episode of In My Thoughts. I am your host, Fly underscore Warrior. I just Fly Warrior. You know what I mean? I don't know why I said the underscore. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> well, I'm your host, Fly Warrior, and I'm out.